0: Guy Ritchie's, you know, on the monitor, John Matheson's there, Mark Wilson, the helicopter, there's motorbikes, Jaguars, Land Rovers. It felt like a Bond movie or something, you know, and I, yeah. I do remember at that moment, instead of dipping my toe in the water and thinking I've got my job, I've studied for a master's degree, Um, is this crazy? I remember at that point looking at it and going, I'm going to go back and give this a shot. Like it was that, that moment was like, this is amazing like i was i was in dreamland at that point i think
1: percy on your knees it's better via if you would
2: and you can deal with me as the man you previously met Alright, sir percival Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Made it!
0: How's We're it going, man? It. All the way from Scotland. How are you guys? Good, mate. How are you? How's it going, man? Yeah, things are good. Things are good. Things are opening up a little bit, I suppose, like everyone else, which is nice. So i um, been out in, in Morocco... Uh, doing a job so that was good good fun but it shut down because of covid which was a oh, shame no so we're we're, go- we're going back out though in, in october so looking forward to getting back onto back onto that so it'll be good I fun yeah imagine. so just getting getting prepped up for that again so it'll be good i think it's going to be a little bit cooler in october which might be better for uh, a yeah, scotchman yeah. <laughs> don't really cope too well with the sun so uh <laughs> it's too hot it'll be, it'll, be a, it'll be a nicer temperature to go out in october but it,
1: it was good fun looking how, how are you guys how's things Look, man, we're we're okay. I mean, we're in lockdown as well at the moment. I'll be honest, I've actually broken a few rules to be here next to Sin tonight. But when he told me this podcast is happening, I have to come over, so... Look, I'm not condoning it, but here we are. Uh, look, things are getting by. You know, I
0: wouldn't have known if you said that was a split screen and you guys were two meters distance. Then I wouldn't know. You should have gone with that. Uh... It's okay. real. It's real. It's real. <laughs>
1: but yeah, it's not too bad. It's
0: nothing to do with me. You were just missing him so much. You wanted to hang out. That's all, exactly right. You? Exactly You're
1: right. just an excuse, really. Um, <laughs>
0: exactly. Like...
2: But yeah, we're, it's it's a bit yeah, it's a bit shit down here in Melbourne, I guess, just because they got us like it's it's a pretty rough like lockdown we just really kind of like go to each other's houses and
1: well we're in the sixth lockdown
0: now it's like the That's sixth, sixth time, time yeah it's been yeah it's,
1: it's the most in the world so look, yeah. we have it better than some um you know yeah it is what it is i mean what are you yeah. gonna do you know like
2: <laughs> it's just, just gonna get by
0: yeah
1: yeah i think i think it's gonna be like that in
0: the uk as well over over winter they're talking about that this week so we're probably going to go into some form of lockdown i think but yeah Enjoy. As get as get as your as head
1: as down and get, get through the winter, you know. For sure. Yeah. Well, mate, enjoy Morocco. That's all I can say. <laughs> that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. it's good. To,
0: do you know what? It's it's actually just take take the kind of weather.
1: It's nice to just feel that things
0: are moving back a little bit and being able to get on a set a little bit because I've even tried to go back and do a couple of short films just to keep my hand in and keep going in between stuff. But they've been shut down as well due to due yeah. to COVID. Yeah. So a lot of productions are struggling in that way you know and, and and they take the rules really seriously all the covid protocols you're sent everything before you get out there and then you get there and you're, you're not in control of it it might be a family member of someone that catches it which is obviously means that we all have to shut down uh and that if it's the director or it's the dop's family member then yeah. we need them to shoot so um yeah it's one of these things so it's, it's very difficult but we're navigating around it and it's, it's nice to be able to have something to go back to now so I'm excited it's good.
2: Great well welcome to the Fine Film Podcast I'm your host Sam George. I've uh, got my co-host Stefano with us today um, and a very special guest today Craig McGinley is a Scottish actor best known for his role in King Arthur as Sir Percival and uh, You film. Craig thanks for coming along uh, welcome to the
0: show. Thank you for having me really appreciate it really kind of uh, Niall to, to connect us and uh, yeah. yeah, so thanks very much. Feeling honored to be here. Thank
2: you.
1: Uh, thanks, man. It was awesome. Pleasure man. to have you.
2: Yeah, we, we watched uh, we watched the movie recently, like rewatched it and stuff like that. And it was so so much better watching it now, knowing that you're in it. And, it like is. Every time you popped up, we're like, oh, there's Craig. You know? <laughs> it was super exciting. <laughs> so um, <it> was awesome. <laughs> we really enjoyed it. Really, it was really great. Um, Craig, I wanted to uh, open it up, I guess, with maybe a bit of a simple question is. Uh, uh, plainly, I guess. How did you get in, get into acting? Like, was it something you always wanted to do? Uh, how did you kind of get into it?
0: I mean, yeah, I, I did always want to do it, um, but I suppose with the school I went to, there wasn't a big drama department, or many of my friends were into acting and things. So, to be honest, I played rugby to a decent level. I played under 18s for Scotland. And, oh wow! Um, I suppose my plan was to hopefully go on and play professionally. That's yeah. kind of my that was my laser beam focus. If you caught that at the time. So it was either kind of professional sport or you had to be kind of, you know, a lawyer, accountant, doctor. And, you know, all of that stuff wasn't really my thing. Like I loved sport. Um, and I mean, I love science, love biology. And I think that's why when rugby kind of finished, I then moved into sports science. So that's why I studied oh, um, sports cool. science and strength and conditioning. I uh, studied a master's and, and worked with professional athletes for about six years. So started off working at the institute of sport um which will be nothing on the australian institute of sport i'm sure but that was always in my mind i loved looking Amazing. at what you guys did as well and the scottish institute of sport um was good fun to work with so i worked with them in, in hockey swimming badminton so a lot of the commonwealth games olympic athletes for london um Amazing. a little bit for glasgow 2012, 2014 um and then worked with professional rugby for a while as well so like the glasgow warriors worked with them for about a year um and then professional football over here as well so soccer professional football so it was um wow that was a kind of six-year period um and, and and a lot of the stuff i was doing was bringing in a team of of people to work with me so you know having a biomechanics coach injury yeah. prevention physio and because i injured my shoulder i actually injured my shoulder playing rugby A lot of the foundation of my training was to do with injury prevention and bubble wrapping players and and things like that and athletes before the performance side. So to try and cut a long story short, when I was working for the the Commonwealth Games in Glasgow, they were looking for the weightlifter. And I don't think he turned up for the advert, for the promotional advert. So that's where I kind of stepped in. They said, look, you you train the athletes in the gym. You know, could you do a clean and jerk? for us in the advert. Oh, and absolutely they, I can. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, of course I can. Damn right I can't. So I was like, of course. So then, um, yeah, I, I got asked to, to be in this. I had never done anything like that before, advert-wise or commercial-wise. So it was, it was great fun to do it as a bit of a laugh. And that's the industry I was working in. So it got released and a director saw it for a short film, looked at the producers of the ad, I think, and contacted them and said, we, we'd like to contact Craig about playing the lead in a short film and i'd never acted obviously at this point um went along to the audition and got told in the room that i got the role so that was my wow. first it was the lead role in a short film like a horror thriller it's called blood loss and um ended up filming that and it won best thriller in uh, a thr- horror thriller in, in la and calgary so i was actually out in la for the, the kind of premiere for that it was really cool and um, some of my friends went to the premiere in Calgary it was just obviously a, a small kind of festival film you know it's like 25 minutes long but it was my first experience of acting and I, I loved every minute of it um, so from that I suppose I, I joined a, an extras agency in Glasgow I wanted to didn't quit my job or anything I kept my job going but I wanted to try it out I always wanted to act but like I said Didn't have any friends in acting. My school wasn't kind of tailored for that side of things, so I didn't have many many people to ask advice for. It seemed like a very distant dream. Gerard Butler's from Paisley. I'm from Paisley, so I guess he's the only (laughs) closest thing to that. Well, I mean, if he can do it, you know,
1: yeah.
0: So and you know, I guess quite inspiring. You see a guy like that from Paisley, he's gone off and done it, and I, I think, um but still very nervous to think, how does it happen? I don't know any path career, which is a bad attitude if I'm honest to probably have you should just go for it um, and I probably wish that I had done maybe when I was a bit younger but it's it's come around again which is which is nice and um so like I said joined this extras agency and got a couple of you know guy in the background type roles you know like guy guy walking past or you know man in cafe uh drinking a coffee in the background so I drink coffee very well guys you know so I did that I did that a couple of times um and, and do you know what though, like saying that, to be fair, I, I did two of those jobs and just watching for me, like, you know, I, 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 that's advice I would give any other actor. I, I found that was like a couple of extras jobs I did, but you're just analysing and watching how it all works and how the actors prep and prepare. And I think I was taking it all in. I was really amazed by it all, how, how it all works and the lighting and the setup and everything that goes on behind the camera that I'm sure you guys will have seen on behind the scenes stuff. And it, it kind of blew me away a little bit. So then I got an advert or, or audition for an advert for a whiskey brand. Um, and it turned out that Guy Ritchie directed the advert um, and obviously love guys, guys, movies and, and uh, you know Snatch and Lockstock and everything. So. Um, to then be auditioning for him for, for a, a commercial was just incredible, you know, and, and it was shot in Scotland for, it was a whiskey ad, um, and it was shot, I think it was over five days for me, cool. um, got to drive a, you know, cool sort of Land Rover Defender in the advert and Mark. Um, <laughs> Mark, Mark Wolfe was doing all the oh no way. the aerial shots in a helicopter so with his camera on the front and and he does a lot of the Bond movies as well so you know flying wow. through Glen Affric in Scotland it. taking these shots and then had John Matheson on the camera who I don't know if you guys are familiar with him does the Gladiator and stuff as well oh, shot that wow. so wow. I just remember standing back at one point and there was this kind of clear moment in my head where like Guy Ritchie's you know on the monitor John <laughs> Matheson's there. Mark Wilson, a helicopter, there was motorbikes, Jaguars, Land Rovers. It felt like a Bond movie or something, you know, and I, yeah. I do remember at that moment, instead of dipping my toe in the water and thinking I've got my job, I've studied for a master's degree. Um, Is this crazy? I remember at that point looking at it and going, I'm going to go back and give this a shot. Like it was that, that moment was like, this is amazing. Like I was, I was in dreamland at that point, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, went back quit my job really oh, wow. quickly within like 10 days um, <laughs> just straight into it <laughs> yeah i was straight into it yeah i am I, um, and 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 just sort of started kind of plugging away like looking at ways of, of of doing short films and things like that i think i did one more short film quickly with the same guys that i did blood loss with and then I, I got within four months i think it was um I was a casting director for king Ar- king arthur contacted um, the extras agency I was with and said that they, they wanted to, to audition me for King Arthur. So yeah, um, that was obviously Guy's movie as well. And, and that's how it kind of led on. And then I actually had a meeting with my agent. Obviously, they were predominantly an extras agent, and they understood that the next step was to get a, an acting agent. And although they'd been so good with me with the extras stuff, they knew that the, the next stage to move to London was to, to try and get an, extra, uh, an acting agent. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, so yeah, got got an acting agent and, and moved to London and, and worked on that film for four and a half months at Warner Brothers, which yeah. was my first feature film, my first film really, and Insane. everything about it was just immense, man. Like learning to sword fight, horse you know horse riding with um, a devil's horseman. They do all the all the the uh, Game of Thrones uh, stuff, and um, so you know the, the horses there they're treated so well. Uh, the trainers are incredible. Like I just. They yeah. you know how to make horses like play dead, you know, or like roll over. <laughs> and, and stuff.
2: Wow. um,
0: You know, I can't even get my dog to do that stuff. So, I never <laughs> make horses, man. so like, it was really impressive. It was amazing. Um, and then sword fighting with uh, Mikey Lambert, and uh, he's our fight fight choreography with Mikey Lambert. He does a lot of the Bond films, I think. And then Eunice Huthart uh, doing all the stunt work. So I did a lot of harness work. You probably see me falling off a roof. we am going to ask you a question and, about that
1: a little bit later, but. Yeah, man, yeah. that scene as well. We're thinking, like, how, how does that happen? Yeah. And I mean, to the sword fighting, that's been my dream all my life to be able to choreograph and fight somebody. <laughs> like, now that you've had your training, do you think that you could? If someone tried to challenge you with a sword, do you think you'd hold up well? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Mean no one, <laughs> no one would take you. It's, it's weird. Awesome.
0: It starts off with polystyrene swords, let's be honest, in plastic. So it's not a... Uh, but you know, you do build you do build up to the heavier heavier blades. I mean, that's the thing. It's these guys that do it at the top level, all the stunt guys you don't until you work on something like this you don't realize um how, hard it is. how, how much work they yeah. put in and the professionalism and the oh. the energy i mean the long days you know you're picked up at 4am sometimes you finish late at night you yeah. sleep for four hours you get up you've got to train somewhere in that day but these if you're ever tired the stunt guys on anything i've done they always elevate elevate everything they're always high energy guys from i've worked with guys um from south africa uh, re- recently actually that were over piranha stunts uh short film in india last year Um, before all this it was early last year um and uh, they were incredible their energy levels then eunice as well eunice who thought she was actually a contender on gladiators if you guys ever watched <laughs> oh, right. that or remember that show and she beat right. all the gladiators famously like this must be about 25 years ago or 20 years ago. Jeez. And she's now employed by Warner Bros. She does Justice League and all the superhero movies now. And she, she yeah. runs all that. You would not mess with Eunice, I tell you that. She <laughs> is <laughs> <been> badass. <laughs> she's badass. So, um, but she's incredible. So I love all that. I think from a sporting background, if you're into fitness and sport, yeah, like, like I am, that's something I really bought into. I wasn't in control of... The acting side you've seen King Arthur there's not tons of dialogue for me like for my first film it was great loads of you know I was in the film quite a lot I guess for my first movie but um, again what a workshop for me I would say for my first four and a half months yeah. I really any chance I got where you're told you know that's your scene finished you can go back to your trailer you're done for the day I would always try and, and hang around a little bit maybe too much but you know I love just trying to be offset and watch especially on, on that film because you've got you're not just learning from the actors but you're learning from the etiquette what, what yeah, the crew do exactly. how, they, how they work how you when to step on step off you know um stepping on you know it's so many different things watching how the guys prep for a for a scene you know there's guys like Jude Law there who was just an absolute professional good actor and great actor um, Eric Banner, yeah. Hunnam, and Eric Bana Charlie Hunnam Jamie Hunso who also glad to as well and, yeah. and so, so there were loads of loads of big names um, and some of the guys that were kind of coming through at that point but are big now like Kingsley, Benedier, and yep. Neil Maskell. Freddie Fox is very big in the theatre world so quite a different um, way of pr- preparing as well. You know he would do vocal warm-ups which is uh, beforehand you know every day and and uh you know everyone's got a different way of preparing for different scenes so I, I found it really interesting be able to take little bits from everyone and I think that you're always learning as an actor. You hear everyone say that, Morgan Freeman yeah, and, and everyone says you are always learning and you know, Michael Caine and everyone. Um, and I think that's something you're always learning. Um, but definitely for me to learn from so many different actors on the one, one set was, was massively beneficial for me. And I think that it's not accelerated me to, to, to a bigger um, sort of, uh, level of understanding, but I suppose it's pushed me forward. in that way, having not had any training yeah. To, to be on a set like that and learn that's quite cool. quickly helped me for, for the next project and the next and the next and the next one you you learn on you learn on the job I find massively you yeah. know massively learn on the job so that's awesome it's well, good. like you're mentioning it's, a, it's an amazing cast like
2: and with that I guess was there like a particular like piece of advice that anyone gave you I know like you were probably around Charlie Hunnam quite a bit and Jumon and stuff like that like was it did anyone really give you any kind of direct de- advice or was it kind of more just watching them kind of working in their craft.
0: I think to be honest um, uh, there's nothing that stands out as, as direct advice I would say but um, you know G- guy uh, was just really good with me very supportive I think yeah. having asked me or worked with me previously on yeah. the whiskey advert well, there and then to to work with him again and have that that confidence maybe in me to to say that he would he would take me on again whether it was his choice or not I don't know but hope, hopefully you know I've not worked with him before and the casting director there is a guy Reg um, Edgerton who I'll be forever grateful to as well and, and Guy and I think most actors will probably look back at one of their first jobs and always be forever grateful to those casting directors and directors and I would say yes. um, yeah that's that's something that you know from them just having that confidence from them to, to be cast by them was 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 amazing and I always want to get better and there's times i walk i walk off or i watch the film and you're like oh you know i, I wish i did this or did that yeah, not just record. King Arthur, but other projects you always want to have done better you know and i think that for those guys especially having given me that opportunity i would like to you always want to repay that in some way and hopefully um do as best you can so and for the actors like like i say i think watching and, and speaking to them and, and being around them every day and and, and the work ethic that charlie has i mean his work ethic is oh, through yeah. the roof you know he is like he is an absolute worker like he just works so hard um not just in the fitness side i mean that pushed us all to to you know to do chin-ups and push-ups in between every every scene you know with guy i mean guy was the same you know that's the thing starts at the top guy is a black belt in jiu-jitsu and you know he was very keen into his fitness he still is um and you see that guys doing it in between you know camera changes charlie's doing it we're all doing it uh so it was it was it was great fun um and i remember there was there was we shot in wales at one point in snowdonia and the hotel for maybe 12 days were there didn't didn't have a gym actually but you know we we had a park just down the road um and i guess with my background having been in sports science and conditioning that um i kind of just set out out a few workouts for a few days and um, and it's great, you know, having guys like Jimin and Charlie and Kingsley, We're all in this park, you know, and we're, we're, we're chin up, chin ups on the goalposts and the soccer goalposts. So <laughs> you're, you know, push ups on a bench, dips off a bench. We're doing sprints. We're doing, and and you've got to just figure it out. But as a team collectively, that's the thing. We're we're all oh, pushing each other every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're bonding. I think that was good as well. Like you say, bonding was that was quite early on in the shoot. So mm. maybe two or three weeks into shooting. So. Nice. Things like that were always great. Training every day with the guys and um, just hanging out—like it was such a great, great team. Um, who can do and, the and most? I think,
1: who can do the most pull-ups? You can say you. Who can do the right. You can say it.
0: Uh, no, I, th- I mean, I think I was definitely up there. I think Charlie, to be fair, okay, I'd say his thing was just. His main thing was push-ups. I mean, like yeah, he was very—he—he he was. Um, I think he said that in one of his interviews. He wanted to just do, you know, a thousand push-ups a day or five hundred, whatever it was, <laughs> something, something crazy. So, any opportunity, he was—he was doing push-ups. And um, I think—I uh, think he said this in an interview, but he kind of wanted to base like his physique off of like Conor McGregor uh, for that film. I'm sure. So oh, I'm sure he said that. So, so I think, like, you know, his, his shape's great in that film, and, and that's. That's where he kind of got to. He pushed himself so hard for it. You know, he was up in in the morning in Wales jumping in the water and doing hill runs and stuff like that. And he was just, like, absolute machine. And I think he, in terms of not just the training side, but just, like, a really nice guy, very open to if you were to ask, ask for advice or anything, he was very open um, to that. And whenever I've been over telly since, you know, it's really nice to see him and, and and catch up and see that he's doing so well. Like he's really, everything he does now, you see him really get better and better you each time. That. I think Charlie as well. And he's, um, and, and, and yeah, I think just everyone on that shoot was just an absolute joy to work with cast and crew. Right. Like I mean that, like uh, everyone, every single person, um, and yeah, I'll be forever grateful. As I say, it was my first job and then moving on to, to, to other jobs since then has been has been really positive. Um to know that um, you know, it's, it's doing other auditions and it's, it's not just um I, I yeah. get to audition for a Guy kind of twice or for his casting director twice. So it's nice to then try, try other uh, other jobs after that and then and, and, and yeah. audition and, and go through the process of that because I've not It's not like I've been doing it for years and years and years and and understand the the ups and downs of that. So you've got to get used to, you know, going for auditions and and not getting roles, getting roles. That's how it works. So and how you prepare in between and and stuff as well. So, yeah, it was a massive, massive learning, positive learning curve for me working on on King Arthur. It was great.
2: Well, take us back to, I guess, the audition process. Like, did you have to go in or read a couple of times or... Was it a, what was the process like? Was it a little bit of an easier process or did you have to do a bit of homework and that sort of thing?
0: Yeah, well, well, we'll actually trying to remember, but now I know um, I was sent um, scripts initially and um, it was just a tape with my, my agent from here that I had to do really just over a camera or, or, or yeah. a phone I think it was. Um, I think it was like two scenes, you know, I had to send over, but I, I think at that point I hadn't done anything like that self taping is massive oh, now. Yeah, definitely. But at the time, there was not. I think the backdrop was probably not very good. You know, I can't remember <laughs> where I was. There was no thought of you know. Now it's quite intense. They want specific specific lighting and right. backdrops and stuff. Whereas God knows where I was. There was probably a washing machine and a cat in the background. I don't know. There's all sorts of stuff. So, but yeah. anyway, no. So I did a did a couple of couple of scenes and um, uh, thankfully got got a call back. Went back. Went to Warner Brothers. In, in London um it's just outside of Watford I think it is yeah and uh, it's incredible like it was amazing arriving there and, and we were just in and out of the room with with uh, with the director with guy and, and John Matheson was in there as well and and um, with the other actors obviously doing a range of different scenes and um it was even that I remember being like an incredible surreal experience yeah. you know meeting everyone on yeah. the day and I think we got on really well. That was something that was probably an important dynamic. I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I'd imagine that for the likes of the Whiskey advert when I auditioned, it was people coming and going. There was maybe 15, 16 of us on the last audition day for that. And there was only six of us in the advert. And one of those was David Beckham. So five of us were really auditioning. So I'd say that probably swapping us all in and out was to see how we all get on and what the dynamic's like and do we connect. And I think that the final six for the advert we probably connected well in the audition more than anything it was improvised it was no dialogues it was just how we the, the premise was we're, we're a group of friends hanging out in Scotland and, and they wanted to see that it wasn't stiff and it was fluent and uh, uh, fluid and, and, and we got on well and I think that maybe that was a similar way of working for the audition as well I didn't have loads of dialogue so it wasn't a case of um learning you know a monologue or anything like I had some dialogue obviously but it was it was about getting on with, with Charlie and Jimon and the other guys, I think, in the room and being swapped in and out with other people for a couple of hours, you know, two, three hours. And, and uh, I think we did get on well. And I, I, I like to think I got on really well with Guy and everyone else. And um, I think that's a huge part of it. But it's not just in the acting world. I think in any job, right? Anything you do, no, if you don't get on, it doesn't matter how good you are as a lawyer, accountant, barista like whatever you're doing like you've got to get on if you're a bit of a dick you're not going to get that job so like, you guys, know, you've got to get on you know you're not you've got to, you've got to go on with uh go on with people and and i think that that was stuff that i was in control of was uh i guess i knew my role you you have a bit of a, a bit of a google and you under i mean i love king arthur the story anyway so yeah. you know that's what i wanted you, to ask like you kind
2: of, if you looked into the lore and everything like that before, the backstory of percival yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah I did look into it a little bit, and, and you see, like, you know, he's obviously the one that was off to, to find the, the the Holy Grail, and, like, you know, you kind of learn the... There's different kind of ideas of what the character is, but I had this vision of him being as big as possible, really, and I, I, I wasn't asked to, to bulk up for it. I have had some jobs since where they actually say in the contract that we would like you to be a certain size, or bulk really? up, or trimmed down yeah or okay sometimes it is yeah like for my next job i've got to grow the beard back in um and (laughs) so that'll be like about a month about you know three three weeks ago so it's it's on its way lots of beard shampoo to try and get it in um yeah
1: so
0: it's um so i guess you know things that i'm in control of like as i say i don't have a lot of dialogue so i've got to turn up on time don't be hungover. uh get on with everyone learn you know do the fight, the fight choreography, a lot of stunts. Um, I put my hand up for every. St- I wanted to do every stunt, and there I wanted to do it as much as I could. I wanted to right. do yeah. as much stunt training with Eunice, Mike, the horse guy. So, like any extra time I had, it was like I want to be as best I can on a horse, jumping on off a horse. You know, it's all these dynamics, um, the fight training stuff, as much as I possibly could to 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 move well. So, bulking up as well. I wanted to become surpassable as much as I could. So i was eating four and a half five thousand calories a day i was training for an hour and a half oh man and um, in, in, in in the in the evening and about an hour in the morning um so it was a lot of training um a lot a lot of it and it's weird because day to day i don't train like that but yeah. When you've got this laser beam focus of like something yep. coming up, like I love it actually. Like I really, I really love the idea of of getting in the zone for it. Um, and there's a lot of sacrifice in terms of you know you, you don't go out as much. It's just the reality. You don't. You're eating more chicken and broccoli <laughs> than you can, <laughs> and you, can, you, can, you can get. You know you're doing, and uh, your diet changes. Your um and but you know you've you've got it for a job and the, the job will be there and it's on yep. screen for forever. So you you what you want to do as best you can. Like I say they've offered you the role so the way I see it it's important to um not make mistakes on the day you can injure someone if you're if you've not done the fight choreography correctly and things like that so I you know I think it's not just to look good on screen it's like from that the injury obviously that was big for my past in in sports science and injuries I've seen how devastating it can be for athletes ruining their careers so I don't want to if I've not done done the time and put in the work i don't want to injure someone else on a set as well because it's my fault if i've been hung over or i've made a mistake i've not followed the choreography so you you know there's a lot of time and effort you've got to everything within your control to to be as best you can be i think on the day you know and and although i'm not a list and i'm not playing the 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 lead on on the screen most of the time at the moment i think you've got to try and you've got to try and yeah you've got to try and kind of keep, keep pushing for those standards. And I probably, from a positive way, have learned from my first job, everyone's standards were so high on that right. job. I mean, everyone, the art direction team, the costume department, the stunt team. I mean, it's just, so I think I've actually learned a lot from the the top standards, like gold standards throughout the board on that. That It's, it's probably helped me for every job since that, you know, I want to everything within my control. You know, you, you're not in control of the, the dialogue on the script necessarily, what's there and, and being able to change that. But you can do as much as you can on the other side. So. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent.
2: I guess um, both both of us, you know, really loved the movie. We'd love to see a sequel as well. And obviously, Sir Percival has a pivotal role, right, in the continuation of this story. Um, what are the chances of us possibly getting a sequel, Craig?
0: I mean, I can't I can't say too much. I think I think there's oh, yeah. there okay. I think well, I I think there's a I think there's a chance, but I, I think also you guys will have seen. Unfortunately, it didn't do as well as we hoped um critically. But I think in the cinema it was, it was difficult because I mean this is something I would never have thought of before moving into the industry. But actually where, where the, the film lands on the on the schedule and the the film diary, if you like, release diary yeah. in the course of the year is quite crucial. And I think it landed from from memory between like Guardians of the Galaxy and Wonder Woman, you know, or 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 alien, I think, as well. So like some pretty crucial movies, like big movies releasing. And then we, we were we were in the middle of that. Um so you know, cinema's expensive now, you know. It used to be yeah. two, two, three pounds to go for a ticket and buy your food. So if you're taking a family and you've got to look at the month ahead, you can get kids, you can go and see one movie this month. Yeah. Um, then it's it's tri- it's you know, I used to go and see movies every couple of days when I was a kid. I lo- yeah. loved going to the cinema all the time. I think now um it probably is that thing of looking at what's on this month kids and, and, and we'll take you to see one you know and, and if it's a family then that's it obviously the good thing is you have these cards now don't you where you can pay x amount and you can see unlimited which helps mm-hmm. but yeah. um but but the, but the reality is i think that maybe it, it probably didn't help us because i don't think a lot of people maybe maybe saw it as well because of that because there was other major movies on um and uh it was just unfortunate man i think since it's released on netflix i think it's it's done actually really well as far as i'm aware it's actually done really really well people just didn't see it in the, in the cinema not enough people um but people that are now you know people have been in lockdown, so they're watching more and more yeah. you know what what have they not seen and if King arthur pops up and, and they stick it on then yeah. i think people have been pleasantly surprised you know even because critically didn't do that well i think it's a yeah. I think it, it's, it's a change in terms of... People were probably expecting, you know, to see Sir, Sir Lancelot and Guinevere and more of Merlin, whereas the, the, the point of the movie was it was an origin story. Yeah. And, yeah. and to hopefully lead on, as you've seen it, um, that it was, you know, we're, we're, we're being knighted and to, to develop the, the round table, the knights of the round table, and, and hopefully move on from that. So I think maybe some critics maybe hope to see more of those characters, but the plan is and hopefully is that we, we can move these characters into another 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 film so we'll see we'll see but um yeah. I, I, it's, it's nice to know that it's done well um and the kind of streaming circuit now that's been really positive definitely definitely yeah. it,
2: might, it might get that second life i guess on the streaming services which is what we hope for i guess yeah. and see the continuation definitely
0: yeah <laughs> fingers crossed man fingers crossed
2: <laughs> um cool well craig i wanted to do a bit of a bit of a speed round as well. So we'll fire off a couple of questions, whatever comes to, to your mind first, um, I'll start it up. So outside of Guy Ritchie, who's another director that you absolutely would love to work with?
0: Um, Sam Mendes.
1: Oh, nice. Great choice. Very nice. 1917 Bond, very good. Great choice. All right. Uh, so Greg, what is your, this is a deep question. It's a question that I hate being asked. I'm gonna ask you anyway. What is your favorite movie of all time and why? One that jumps out, if it's Quickfire Gladiator, um it oh. jumps out there. Um
0: so many factors. I watched it again. I watch it all the time. It's one yeah. of those movies I can just go back to. I think because like I had never met John before working with and this has nothing to do with because I've worked with John twice, but genuinely I think the cinematography on that is phenomenal. Is. And, I, and now having seen the time he takes to everything like the art that it takes to do that yeah, it's incredible um the, the the acting is phenomenal the fight scenes are phenomenal the yep. music like Hans zimmer, Hans zimmer is just on. like an absolute legend so there's just there's yeah. so many there's, there's nothing about that film nothing that i think's weak i think that's the the there's tons of movies you know i love i love um, road to british i love shawshank redemption you know, yep. there's, yeah. there's, t- there's tons of good you know Love um, Snatch from me, back. you know there's of loads, loads of movies. But but I think um, you know I think for, for me that that's one that really does jump out because I just think across the board as
1: a whole package, it's just it's phenomenal. Incredible. Oh, it is an amazing film. One that uh, sin and I have talked about so many times over the it's years. A classic. classic. It really is the classic.
2: Classic. Awesome. Well, Craig, three actors you'd absolutely love to work with as well. <sighs>
0: Well, uh, it's a tough one. <laughs> Daniel Craig. Yes. Um, DC. DC. <laughs> what else have we got here? Henry Cavill. Yep.
1: Um, Tom Cruise. Oh, fantastic. He doesn't do a bad film. No, he doesn't. I, I'll argue And does until today. all his own stunts as well. So maybe that's a thing that you can both yeah. do together. Just only you, no stuntmen yeah definitely yeah
0: I think um I think he does the stunts a little bit better than me right enough (laughs) I'm I'm not quite hanging out hanging off the planes yet
1: uh, you'll get there Craig you'll get there oh look Craig I mean man you mentioned a few big names here Guy Ritchie David Beckham Jude Law when you met any of these guys who sort of you know who left you the most starstruck in your mind if you get starstruck at all See, I'll
0: be honest. Weirdly, I haven't been at all. Cool. Um, honestly, I mean that. And I thought, I thought I would be. Definitely was, you know. Thought that I would be. Um, I think because everyone's been so normal is not a great word, but so down to earth, like so yeah. of the earth, kind of like good. Like you know, Jude. I'll never forget the first time meeting Jude um, at the read through. You know, stood up at the table, just well mannered, shook my hand, introduced himself. Hi, I'm Jude. You know, everyone's they don't expect. You to just assume who they who they are, you know. Of course, yeah. you know who they are, but they they're all yeah, everyone, yeah. and that's across the board. Everyone everyone has been like that. Beck, Beck, David Beckham was like that. Guy's the same. Um, would hug you every day on set. You know, guy. Would kill you. <laughs> and I just like love that. There's just this thing of like, you know, we're all together on this. Even just you know, tell you what to do, and that's it. He's obviously got his way of working, and he, he was brilliant to work with. But I think that. You felt this real togetherness, you know. You talk about this film family. You always hear this, and it really, it really was that, you know. It really was on anything I've done. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I've really not been. Yeah, I have to say, my Christopher Reeve. Obviously, that's not going to happen. But Christopher Reeve was my absolute legend, hero on and off screen as a kid. I, lo- I mean, I think my mum saved a lot of money on clothes because I just ran around in a Superman costume day and day out. But I, I, I loved. Um, I don't know if I'm showing sure my age here. I don't know what age you guys are, but um, yeah, I don't know. You've probably not even seen those films, but every, every single one of those. No, we are, we are big
1: ben. Superman fans, we love, fans. <laughs> love Christopher <laughs> Reeve. Rest assured.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so, so I think that's. Uh, yeah, he, he's he's uh you know, he, he was an absolute kind of hero. I think if you, yeah, know, sure. if you talk about this, then who would you like to have dinner with? You know, around the table. You know, what 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 celebrities or whatever there's not many that I'm, I'm starstruck by if i'm honest yeah. i I'd be working in professional sport for a while like not that I've, you know i've worked with a few quite big na- you know big name footballers rugby players and stuff and it's never really bothered me you know training and i think maybe that's maybe that's helped i don't know um yeah. yeah i think i would definitely have been starstruck had i ever got the chance to to meet the the big man uh christopher reeve you know but uh anyway that would have been awesome <laughs>
2: definitely <laughs> um craig outside of the movie king arthur Who wins in a fight, Charlie Hunnam or Jude Law? Outside of what, sorry? Outside of the actual movie, King Arthur. Who wins in a fight? Is it Charlie Hunnam or is it Jude Law? I've got to say
0: Charlie really, I don't (laughs) I think. I mean I don't know. I mean I don't I don't don't know. know to be fair. To 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 be fair, I mean, I I, I just had I didn't see uh, Jude doing any fight. He obviously was doing it, but just the days I was on, it didn't see him doing any fight choreography stuff. So I think he is pretty handy, to be fair. because he did a Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, 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 he did that. Ooh. But also, also a Marvel film recently. I can't remember who was in it again. He's in that, and he's doing some pretty badass fight stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? The super superheroes like. A girl, um, Mar- is it not Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel, yeah. You the see the background, Captain Marvel.
1: I think he is, yeah, he is. Oh, he is so, sure. so he
0: can, he's got some cool fight fight stuff in that at the beginning, actually. And, um, yeah, he was, in, he was in good nick for it as well. So, I think, yeah, I think, I think Jude could definitely handle himself, but Charlie, I've seen him, um,
1: He's, level. Uh, he's
0: he's he's flipped me a couple of times as well. So like, yeah, on set when you don't when you don't expect it. So like he's 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 sharp and he's uh, he's he's really he's really his fitness levels are are great. So no, he's good. I think I think Charlie would probably probably just edge it. Charlie takes Charlie takes it now. <laughs> um, did
2: you get to keep anything any props from the set?
0: No, oh. gutted. Oh, Shame. Nothing. Shame. Absolutely nothing. I think. Because we're still we're still hoping for the sequel, lads. So yeah. I think uh, maybe that's maybe that's why they didn't trust us to not lose the stuff. But um, <laughs> so no, no, I, di- I didn't get anything unfortunately. But maybe next time.
1: Maybe next time. Sure. All right. Well, look, mate. If you had to be cast in either a Marvel or a DC film, which one would you prefer? Oh no, this <laughs> yeah. is a tough question. <laughs> I know you don't want to yeah settle on one. See, but... we're actually big DC guys, right? And grew up being very big DC guys. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you're, my, you're from our generation a little bit more, so I think you might be that way inclined. I
0: think, yeah, well
1: I, Yeah, so I think the, DC, it's
0: a shame, they've not done as well, have they? No. Mar- Marvel's flying. Um, no. I love all the Marvel movies, but I'll be honest, as a kid, I just didn't grow up watching Iron Man or yeah. uh, Thor. No. It was, you know, for me, Superman is like all it was everything, you know, I love watching Superman, then it was probably Batman yeah. and then to be fair, Spider-Man as well so it yeah, was really yeah. those three for me, they were like the three costumes I had in the in the house <laughs> I would ask for at Christmas time, you know, they, they were the three costumes, right, that I would ask for, so I suppose based on that, because yeah, Superman, Batman, quite heavily, like I love the, and, and to be fair, I, I liked, you know, Man of Steel, I liked Batman v so Superman oh, yeah. as well, you know, we I, I love
1: those I, movies, I, I, yeah
0: yeah, I think they're great. I've watched them again. And, you know, Justice League wasn't as good as probably I hoped it be, to be honest. But, you know, it's, it was a shame. But I think I think they've definitely got something there. Like, look, Aquaman's done really well. Wonder Woman's doing yeah. well. But yeah. I think there's, there's no question. I mean, the Avengers, uh, last couple of movies have done especially, were just uh, phenomenal. Uh, Captain America's another ca- character that, to be honest, didn't grow up with, had no interest in. Yeah. Saw Winter Soldier. And I thought Winter Soldier was phenomenal. Um, I think that's a great I think I'm very big on less CGI sometimes. Like CGI uh, yeah. is amazing, but I think yeah. maybe just coming from that, you know, I, I quite like the guy flying on strings, you know, like kind of like you know, I quite like that. I, I don't mind that. I think you know, seeing Christopher Reeve fighting Zod, you know, and um and it's 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 them fighting on strings yeah. or whatever. I, I quite I quite like seeing that as opposed to the uh, don't get me wrong, CGI is amazing, and it's amazing what those guys do. Actually, it is phenomenal. But I think uh, I, I quite like in Winter Soldier. It, a lot of it is based on fight choreography. Like it's just yeah, brilliant fight scenes. It is, um, and uh, I can't remember who Chris H- Chris Evans fights at the beginning on the ship. But he's quite a big MMA fighter, I think. The guy, I don't know if you remember that fight scene. It's pretty, it's pretty guy, cool. But
2: is it George saint Pierre? I think it was.
0: Possibly... Yeah, yeah. I think, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that that fight scene like sticks in my mind, you know. So I think that's like no CGI, just a good superhero fight scene, you know. And I think to me yeah. that's uh, that's kind of uh, yeah. So yeah, no, I, it's it's tough to call now. I think growing up, Superman. So I would have to say um, sort of DC, but. I do love like Guardians of the Galaxy and, oh, and uh, hilarious. Hilarious. the Avengers movies and, and Captain America and stuff. But they're so good, and Chris Hemsworth's brilliant as, as Thor. You know that that is a great character. Now you see it on the screen. I didn't watch it growing up, but I think now now seeing it, uh, yeah, I love I just love the whole superhero thing. You know DC and Marvel. It'd be great if they could yeah. combine, right? I don't know if that'll ever happen, but that would be pretty cool. To see. Yeah. Oh man, we'd love to see you in one, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Oh, fingers um, crossed man i would love that
2: <laughs> um craig you obviously keep yourself in great shape from what we can see on your instagram page and everything like that um what is your ultimate cheat meal
0: jumping out would be a, a burger like a, a mm. cheeseburger you know like that's the cheeseburger or, or or a good pizza uh yep. and, and you know like i do that like week to week you know i'll i wouldn't stop myself i'm not having chicken and broccoli all the time like just now I'm, I'm training i kind of just maintain you know during the week and and just sort of tick away and yeah um as, as of monday i'm going to kind of start again like another phase just to kind of build up to going back out to morocco to to play this this gladiator role which will be cool um so playing a general so that's going to be oh. a cool role to play just to try and get back into shape and probably because i don't have a lot of time i might start to do double sessions for that one so um it's just a few weeks really so my diet will really be a lot more strict so um yeah I might have my last cheat meal on Sunday and then back into on, on, on Monday to, to start again you know to get back into it. so probably probably those two jump out at me they might be like a, a burger or a, or, or a pizza if I was cheating yeah uh,
2: awesome it's the best um so Craig um I did a couple of like acting classes this is like a couple of years back right and I had this like real <laughs> real weird like you know acting teacher who'll come in he's very mysterious like you don't know what he's going to say he'd come into every class like at the the beginning of every class he'll come in he'll sit down everything's quiet and he'll begin the class with by asking everyone what is acting and like we all have to kind of give him the right answer but there's no real right answer right and it was always very intimidating every time he came in so craig what is acting to you
0: what is what is acting oh god well this this is the all these questions come up and i I think having not trained, I find these questions really difficult to answer because, like you say, I don't think that I just don't think there is an answer to that. To me, um, acting, it's just always been so much like the the prep, if you call that, is the tough part. Like, I think I've heard Michael Caine say this, but this is genuine. I'm not copying this from my... I I genuinely believe that the, the prep and everything is all that walking onto a film set is like it's just awesome there is no better feeling than like seeing right. set complete everyone's costumes yeah and it's like being a big kid like you know you're, you, you know get and even if it's not a stunt heavy film it doesn't matter like you know the last I did a short film recently and it's just you know uh, um you know i, I mean i can a couple's you know relationship and two actors and it, it's not a there's no stunts there's no acting there's no uh, fight scenes or anything it's just acting and dialogue and it's it's the challenge is to try and get across what the director wants and that's what I love about it that you have your own perception on something but actually quite often if you if you get that time and that chance to sit with a director to discuss the script and oh well this is actually why this is how I my perception of the script or, or the character and and that was a really interesting thing recently that speaking to the director about my perception was very different to what he had but he liked my feeling on it and then there's another scene where maybe his perception was better as well and you can talk about it so like you say yeah there's absolutely no right or wrong i think also be able to go into a scene and and uh, and do it differently every time um is is the, the the challenge that i really enjoy and and give the the editor or the director options so even if you do it the the first time you do it, it's the way you want to do it but the director i worked with recently said can you just give me just give me something else just improvise just forget the script just go and i love that i, I love that i love the improvisation of it as well just like have a go and try something totally different um yeah. and um so yeah it's 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 great i think it's it's tricky to kind of specifically say i'm sorry i've kind of gone round your question a wee bit but oh, no I no I say what exactly what it is i think it's um it's, it, to me, it's just, it doesn't feel like a job. Like it, it really is something I've always wanted to do, a lot of fun um, and, and, you know, you get to meet so many different people. It's not going into the same office, the same yeah. people every day. Yeah. You might work for, with people for, it might be three days. It might be three months that you're with these people. Um, you're in India, Morocco, London, uh, Italy, you know, wherever you are and you get to see the world a little bit and meet different people. And everyone I've worked with, honestly, I would work with them all again so far. And I really mean that. I've just, I've worked with terrific people so far. I've been so lucky, actually. Because you hear people that, that do have um, some bad experiences. They, they, they work yeah, with people they, yeah. they, they don't like or they don't go on. And you read this quite a lot, don't you? So I, I fortunately, genuinely, throughout the cast and the crew and everything, it's just been so nice to meet new people and and and, and learn so quite. Like, I do feel very... Uh, privileged in that way very lucky that you know having not trained that this is kind of my learning is is on the job and i think that yeah if i was to give any young actor any advice i think the the training is really important if you can do it um just the age i suppose i fell into it i've not i've not yeah. uh, i've not done it it's not that i don't sort of train or learn. I mean, I read every day, you know, um, whether it be Brando's book, Newman's book, Michael Caine, Christopher Reeve, Daniel Craig, Mm. um, Hugh Jackman, you know, I'm reading all the time. I'm reading scripts all the time, just even if it's nothing to do with what I'm doing, but I I just read scripts generally, do a little bit of writing. um, It's quite therapeutic, you know. um, I've not finished a script yet, but I've got a feature (laughs) that I'm kind of, it started off kind of shot in Edinburgh, quite low key, and then I was like, oh, no, I'll put Land Rovers in and then I'll put helicopters in and then we'll shoot it in Morocco. i like, <laughs> I don't have money to do this. What am I doing? I need to like scale yeah. it back a bit. So like I've just um y- you know, your mind just just does like it just you can, but you can do what you want. There's no reason yeah. why why um and I think that's the the nice thing about acting. It started there for me, but who knows? I might direct, I might yeah. go into writing. I mean, I produced an advert for for um a company for for sky as well recently helped produce that as an exec producer and got an actor in that i'd I'd worked with before instead of a model it was an actor to to do the reading to camera sort of walking towards camera and stuff and it it, you know that's something that i'd be interested in helping with the kind of directing side on that as well and um who knows that the options are kind of there i've got another script that i'm helping kind of co-write and produce for uh, to go out to Denmark actually in, in November, so like this is all things on the side, that, and I'm very much learning. I've not been producing for a long time, but you, you learn how you can can add to a film and, and how you can help with that. And um, I'm enjoying all these different uh, kind of branches off within the acting world. So um, yeah, just the whole the whole industry. To be honest,
1: I just I just love it. It's really great. Hope, hopefully, it continues. Awesome, man. Cool. All right, look, a couple other you know a few questions left here, so. Well, have you ever been to Australia? No, no, I'd love oh, to. Yeah, I'd, love to. I'd love to. Man.
0: I thought you guys were going to fly me out there, as well, actually. But oh, I'm be oh, like, if be wasn't podcast. for COVID, it's we would. Like, it's just because of the lockdowns, man. the so, uh, restrictions. Fair, yeah. fair. Next, year. Next,
1: next year. Next year, for sure. 100%. Um, On that same thing, <laughs> who's your favourite Aussie actor? Uh, <sighs> I think Jesse broke, but
0: I'd say Hugh Jackman.
2: Yeah. He's a beast. Probably,
0: but yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, Crow—you've kind of got that like it was like Crow, Jackman, Hemsworth kind of thing, wasn't it? Like they've all yeah, kind of yeah. come, come through kind of different generations in that way. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I would say possibly. I mean, he's so like. Well-rounded, isn't he? In terms of, like he can dance, he can sing, <laughs> he can act, he can fight, he can do the greatest like greatest Australian nothing. man
1: who's ever lived. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm petitioning to have him on the hundred-dollar bill. Oh, you know absolutely. what I mean? He's, he's just the ultimate Australian man.
0: Yeah, uh, I think yeah. That, I mean yeah. He's, he's as I say read his book recently, and he's just like it's it's so inspiring. Actually, just seeing what you know how he's how he's trained himself in the acting world, and not just for everyone goes on about the fitness side, but he's he's so. He, he's he's constantly learning you know all the time like he's so um and and it shows you geez where you've got to push yourself actually to to the next level and that's where i push myself by reading more and more um biographies with some of these guys that kind of inspire me it really helps me actually you know so it's like it's good like even like this morning i was reading a little bit I was up quite early this morning taking the, the dog out for a walk but just came back in and had a read with a coffee and try and do that every day you know and Sometimes I've got two or three books going at a time and I jump, you know, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey's one I'm reading at the moment as well. And, um, you know, everyone's got different takes. Some, so, you know, like Christopher Reeve talks, you know, makes you feel like, geez, life's too short and you've got to be positive when things are negative because of what happened with him. Like, it's an amazing story how positive a guy like that can be. But then you've got, yeah. you know, someone like Matthew McConaughey has is quite kind of philosophical about life. And then you've got Michael Caine, um is very much about like giving you tips might not be for you yeah. but he's like throwing you tips and like so everyone is able to give you different uh, t- as long as you look in the right place and um i think i try and kind of look at actors that do kind of inspire me as well and, and um yeah just constantly learning from a lot of the guys that you think are good actors um but you know also kind of inspire you and are good people that's the yeah. other thing i would say like most of these guys that i'm reading the books of i've not heard any stories of them being assholes or anything, you know, or not being, like, good guys on set. Like, all of them have been, like, good guys. I think that's that's quite key. You know, like, I think I think that's at least half the battle. You know, at least that, I think. Um, and, uh, like I said at the beginning, like, you've got to get on with everyone on that set, the director and everyone. Um, I think everyone I've read so far, you can tell that they're just, like, good people, you know, like, really nice yeah. people. I think Hugh Jackman's a perfect example <laughs> of that. You know, like, I heard a story that he, he, he gave Is every Friday you used to buy everyone on set from like the cleaner to the costume designer, everyone you would buy them a like scratch card, you know, like a lottery ticket every Friday (laughs) or something like. (laughs) Everyone, everyone on set, you know, like. Just in case. um, And and just like really really polite nice guy, you know. So like I think it's um, So just always kind of learning in that way. It's good.
2: Oh, definitely. Um, You mentioned before, obviously, like you you were chasing um, to be a professional rugby player, I guess, um, and obviously you had an injury and you had to pivot, I guess, in your career. Um, and obviously you made a big decision to you know quit your job and chase this acting thing Um, was there any like at any point like shit like what if this doesn't work out like uh, can I go back to that old job or like you know how what's your mindset around that that decision I
0: think um, like I said I always wanted to do it and never kind of found that path of um, you know how, how to didn't know anyone, kind of friends or family around about me that was really doing it or could, could, could figure that out uh, in terms of how to, how, to, how to get there. But I think it just, when it did come round, I guess there was a kind of 10-day period, I suppose, where I was thinking like sleepless nights, going, you know, I've studied, I've got this job, I've built up a good client base. Yeah. I had um, some sort of contract. I was working, sort of owned a consultancy company, actually, at the time. So I had like a few contracts with clubs and athletes going on at the side um about six or seven of them you know so it was to just kind of give it all up I'd built it up you know and but I guess I felt well if I was 20 years down the line it's maybe different but it's still quite early on in my career in that way and I suppose it got to the point where I was confident enough that I've I'd worked so hard I think I was well established within that industry that if I was to come back that hopefully I would get wouldn't get the jobs back right away of course I would but but um, I've got the qualifications now. And, and I know that. So if it doesn't work out, I'll go back and do it. Um, and, and I think just, you know, life's too short. Like you can of yeah. uh, I think that that was the simple thing. It really was bad. like, I didn't want to go 20 years down the line and look back and say, I can't believe I didn't try out that. Yeah. Just try that film out or try that. And and now, now it, it kind of freaks me out, scares me a little bit to think that that was even a possibility. And it wasn't really, as I say, it never really, It wasn't like a serious thought it was really just a 10-day period of how do I pass this on to other clients or other coaches to take it over and have it have a seamless transition so that I can go away and do this um and that was really really what it was just to be loyal to those people and and make sure that I could slide out of it really but it's what I always wanted to do so it it was like an easy decision if that makes sense but just just how to kind of do it um and and there was no question really that i wanted to to go in and do it i mean it's and i'm just so glad that it did come around again because it, it had been in my mind you know for for a long time even when i was doing fitness stuff i always just loved film wanted to be yeah. an actor and yeah. um and, and you know even now, you know it's, it's going really really well at the moment keeping busy even through lockdown and stuff done a few campaigns and adverts in between but mainly finishing off jobs and in, in london finished one with uh, george Mackay actually at the beginning of the year which was good was fun and, you know yeah. way he's sorry he's for that yeah. he, he, he's, he's, he's a good good friend of mine as well and and like 1917 he was he was brilliant he was so, just so brilliant. so so good in that like it was a yeah. terrific film really really good and um so no I'm, I'm so proud and so happy for him but it was good to do that as i say a couple of adverts and campaigns got a film that i did in india coming out next year I'll play a soldier in that one play the the lead bad guy in that film. So that'll be, that'll be a good fun. And then um I've also, yeah, got got this uh, TV show as well coming out. So that's going to be, we'll finish that at the end of October or beginning of November. And then it should come out next spring, summertime as well. So it's, it's good, you know, that things have been moving along They've been ticking away, absolutely fighting. Really, to be honest, I mean, COVID's hit everyone. I think things have been quite stop-start, but yep. overall, it's been it's been pretty good. And, and just looking forward to hopefully next year being even better again, and the following year. I think just All working this whole COVID thing out and work around it, and just keep improving on it. Yeah, so. definitely. Awesome. awesome. I've
2: got a quick one for you. I know we're a little bit short on time, but um, Stephanie and I are actually both working um, digital marketing, so we did a little bit of a uh, bit of research for here and got a, we've got a little interesting question for you. <laughs> how many times per month do people search on google for the name craig mcginley what do you think how many times do people search for your name each month globally globally per month
0: i i, I honestly wouldn't have said like i don't know like i i don't i don't know i'm gonna say I, I i didn't even know people do that really to be honest with me i, I didn't think anyone would do that even once if i'm honest
2: well, the answer, Craig, is one thousand times globally per month. per month they search for the name Craig McGinley. So you're definitely you're on your way. You're on your way,
0: Craig. That's are good number. Those <laughs> are a solid number. Yeah. We did some. Is that solid numbers? Is it? <laughs> and, and what is that? Is that all of my mum or? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, it could be. It could be family members. <laughs> but a thousand times per
0: month—that's quite a lot. It's quite a lot. <laughs> I it's to tell fun. my mom to step those numbers up. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> we need 2,000, 3,000. mum. Yeah. I'll call it after this. <laughs> yeah, please do. Um, and Craig, this
2: is a little final little segment we like to do, um, we like to call the fine film casting game, right? So Stefan and I are going to cast you in a, in a movie where we would think you would absolutely kill. So my casting for you would be in a remake of Braveheart. As the lead role of <laughs> William Wallace, I think you would absolutely kill it. Would you accept that role?
0: One hundred percent. I would love. I would love. Could could we just make that happen? Could you guys <laughs> we just make yeah, that happen? Make we'll it happen. Australia. Australia. <laughs> you can <laughs> film it in Australia. It's fine. We'll film over there. It's right. fine. It's cool. Yeah, Craig. Yeah. I, I think I think as well. Like Highlander's another one. I mean, actually, Henry's oh, just won oh, that man, role man. as well.
2: Brother, so good. <sighs>
0: He's a, he's a slightly bigger name than me though. So I think that's a, that's a bit yeah, he's 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 got that, he got that role. So I'm looking forward to seeing that though, right now. You'll you'll crush round. that. It's
1: gonna be great. So the two I got for you, Craig. So one, uh, I, I reckon the role by Imfren Winslow, played by Robert Pattinson in the lighthouse across Willem Dafoe, I thought you would be really, really good in. Um and outside of that, on a TV setting, I reckon you would nail Rob Stark in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Do you accept those roles? Do you take <laughs> those roles? Yeah, 100. Guys, these are some good roles.
0: Oh, so yeah, I thought
1: of you sitting across the table from Willem Dafoe in that lighthouse. I'm like, man, Craig could do this 100%. Fantastic. I we can, I, do you know what? I, I need an Australian agent. Maybe you guys could team up. Where are your guys? Mate, I'll quit my job
0: right now. <laughs> right Let's now. make this happen. <laughs> make it happen. Um, so, we,
2: we put it to you. What's a film? if you had to like remake a film, what's a
0: role that you put yourself in? To remake a film. I mean, obviously like, yeah. I mean, Bond stands out. I would love to play. It'll never happen, oh, but you know, I would love to play James great, Bond um, and love all the Superman movies. Um I mean, Wolverine, like I would love to. Yeah. to, I, to I, 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 said, that.
1: I said Wolverine to him last night. I'm like, he got a hundred percent Dream Wolverine. Yeah. I genuinely said that. That's awesome. I mean,
0: yeah, I would say they, they kind of jump. But, you know, like, I guess they're going to be redoing these, aren't they? Probably. There might be a new Thor, a new Wolverine, um mm-hmm. new Bond. So, yeah, yeah, I
1: think
0: they're all distant dreams,
1: aren't they? But, you know, well, I mean, was, they're looking for un- a new Bond right to... now. So, I mean, mate, you like, could see a hat would... ring. Yeah.
0: You never know. I'd right? love to, man. That's the dream. That's that the would dream. be the dream. You never know. Yeah
2: awesome well um i guess we'll wrap it up a couple of shout outs i guess king arthur if you haven't seen it watch it it's available on netflix um that prime, prime yep. stan as well in australia um craig where can people kind of find you and follow your journey on socials and things like that
0: so yeah mostly i'm terrible on twitter i'm rubbish <laughs> on so probably 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 instagram i'm still bad on that as well to be honest <laughs> um instagram uh yeah just at craig mcginley on there you can follow follow what i'm up to some behind the scenes stuff and um, if anyone's interested in that um some behind the scenes on on my next project i'll post what i'm allowed to um on on there as well and just my kind of fitness journey towards that and maybe some sort of press stuff after as well so yeah you can you can follow me on there and if anyone's got any any questions even if it's any young actors that Uh, want any advice or anything feel free uh, to to give me a shout I can't promise I'll be able to help but I I promise I can can try so yeah just uh, absolutely yeah hopefully everyone takes care and stay safe thanks for thanks for having me on guys and thank you very much it was an absolute pleasure
2: appreciate it Craig we'll uh, hopefully we'll see you down in Australia for some of these roles and uh, we're we're agents down in Melbourne so you just give Give us us a shout
0: let's get cracking on that brilliant guys (laughs) thank you Awesome. Thanks, Take Craig. care, guys. Have a good day. Bye. See, See you, guys. You. Bye-bye.